0: You're listening to the Chasing Simple Podcast, episode 34. Thank you for being here today, friend. I'm so grateful for you. Whether this is your first episode or your 34th, I am thrilled that you're here. I know that most people have been gearing up for the holiday season since October because 2020, but now it's time to really start buckling down with getting ready for it. Maybe you're in intense preparations for end-of-the-year sales and squeezing every drop out of 2020 as you can. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed by content creation. Maybe you don't even know what's got you so overwhelmed, but you just feel like you're constantly working. Whatever the case may be, I'm here today to encourage you to start thinking about time off. I know, I know. I just acknowledged how busy you are. How could I possibly think you have the ability to take time off? Maybe for Christmas Day and maybe a half day on Christmas Eve, but that's all you've got to give, right? No. You can do this, friend. You can take time off, and in this episode, I'm going to tell you how. I'm going to walk you through three things you can do to give yourself more space for time off, and that will allow you to take time off without feeling like your business is going to sit at a standstill, and without the stress and guilt of not working constantly. You can do this. Let's dive in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. Hey friends, so before we dive into this episode, I just want to take a moment to make sure that you're aware of this resource that I've created for you. So content creation, it's a lot of work, right? First, you've got to decide what to post about, then you've got to outline it. Next comes your rough draft, then your edits, and a second edit, and then more edits, and then you've finally got your final draft. But then you still have to format it, create and choose the graphics and images you're going to use, and then finally you can schedule it but that doesn't even include any of the work you have to do once it's out there for the world. It's exhausting, right? Now, you already know that I am all about using batching to speed this process up. But I kept hearing from y'all that the actual creation process also just takes a really long time for you. So, I created a free audio training for you. Eight tips for faster content creation. This training is all about the actual writing process and how you can speed that along. And as always, it's really quick to... Listen to, learn from, and implement. If you're ready to speed up your content creation process, head on over to amandawarfield.com forward slash resources. Again, that's amandawarfield.com forward slash resources to snag that free audio training. Hit pause, get your hands on it, and start simplifying the content creation process. And then of course, you can jump right back into this amazing episode. It's that time of year where we're all kind of retreating into ourselves we are starting to want to rest and reflect and set goals for next year and start looking into the new year and what we want for it we want to spend time with family we want to take a step back but a lot of times deciding to take time off and take a step back from our businesses it leads to a lot of guilt and then stress. We feel guilty for not showing up. We feel guilty for going radio silent. We feel guilty for not working on our business. But taking time off is so important, not only for being able to rest and reflect and think of new things. Taking time off gives you space to be creative and come up with new and better ideas for your business. Taking time off Creates balance, which is something I preach about so often. Balance is so important. You cannot be on all the time. And yet we try to be because there are emails that need to be answered. There's content that's got to be put out. There's projects that need to be worked on, clients to help, new leads to respond to. It feels like it never ends. And especially when you're a solopreneur, it can be really scary to decide to take time off because it feels like your business is going to go into a standstill. But what we're going to talk about today, what I'm going to share with you today, is exactly how to take that time off without feeling like your business is going to be at a standstill. There are a couple mindset shifts that you're going to have to make. The first is that you do not have to be there for everyone automatically You do not owe anyone anything other than the services you have outlined in your contracts. And if you have it outlined in your contract that you're available 24-7 for your clients, you need to rewrite that thing. You don't have to be there for them. And I know you're thinking, okay, Amanda, but like, what about new leads? What about these people? Like, how do I make money if I'm not there when they need me? We live in an instant gratification world. We do, and we're going to get to that. There are ways that you can be there for people without You physically being there without you being the one to reply without you immediately answering every single question. But on the flip side of that, if someone is so impatient and cannot respect boundaries that you've set up, is that someone you really want as a client, anyways? Is that do you really want to have a client who expects you to drop everything for them? And I'm not saying that you shouldn't give your clients great attention, you should, but. There is a line, right, between giving them attention and giving them what they need and what they've paid for and being their beck and call. So think on that. Another mindset shift that I want you to make is that you do not have to work 24-7 in order for your business to grow. Your business, if you set it up correctly, is going to grow on its own. It will keep running if you're intentional about the way you set things up. Now that we've got that out of the way, I've got three things that you can do in order to take time off and plan for taking time off. So the first thing is to set boundaries. I cannot tell you how important boundaries are for time management, business, work-life balance, all of it. Boundaries are so important. The first thing I want you to do in order to set a boundary, I want you to go to your calendar, go to your planner and mark off the time that you're going to take off. In my How to Plan Your Content for the Year workshop, i that's one of the first steps is I have my students sit down and say, when am I taking time off this year? And they plan for it. They mark it out before they decide anything else about what they're doing in their business. It is so important that you mark that time off. Then once you know when you're taking time off, you can make a plan. For example, if you've got a project you're working on and you know that um, you're going to stop working for two weeks in December, you know that you have to get it done before then. So what are the steps you need to take? How can you work backwards in order to get it done by the time that you decide to take that time off so that it's not hanging over your head? Once you know when you're taking time off, you can make a plan. So mark it out in your calendar and make a plan. Another thing I want you to do to set boundaries is I want you to change your email responder. In my automated emails, my email signature, it has When I'm going to be out of office, it has my work hours in it. And then when I know I'm taking time off, I can go put that in there and I can say upcoming days off, out of office this time, whatever you want to say. That is a great thing to have in there so that if a, a client emails you or a new lead emails you, they can see really clearly that you're out of office and they can expect a response around that time. Now, another thing that you can do is you can set up an automated response email from your email account from Gmail or whatever you use for your email. I'm super torn about these to be honest. I can't stand when I get one. I just don't care. Because frankly I feel like I respect other people's boundaries pretty well because I set my own boundaries. That being said, there are a lot of people out there that probably don't feel that way. So if you wanted to set up a response email that just as soon as you get an email says, hey, I'm out of office from this time to this time, I'll get back to you when I'm back in office, you can totally do that too. And that's a great way to set up boundaries. Now I feel like that's probably more necessary if you're taking time off during another part of the year. If you're planning for time off around the holidays, frankly, I don't think anyone's going to really be emailing you, but if they are, I think they'll be understanding of the fact that it's the holidays. But if you're planning for time off during May and you're going to take a whole month off, maybe that is something you want to set as an email responder that just says, hey, I'm on sabbatical. I'm taking time off. I'm not in my office for the whole month of May and I'll get back to you in June. And that's something that you can do to make your boundaries really clear. The last thing that I want to encourage you to do when you're setting boundaries is to decide when and where you're going to show up and where you won't. So maybe you aren't gonna show up in your inbox. You're not gonna show up for your clients. You've canceled all your client sessions or you never said any to begin with for the end of the year. But you still want to show up on Instagram. That's totally fine if that's what you decide to do. Maybe you still want to post on stories. Maybe you want to go radio silent and you don't want to do anything. Maybe you're gonna go silent on social media, and by silent, I just really mean like being active. We're gonna to get to this in a minute, but you still want to be showing up with your marketing. But Maybe you don't want to be getting on Instagram and Facebook and all of that right now, and the only thing you're going to do is show up for your clients and your students during this time. Maybe, I don't know. There's a million different combinations of how you could show up. I just want you to decide what works best for you for this specific time off. For example, we just had Thanksgiving here in America, and I took Wednesday through Sunday off. I did not work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday because we were family and we were getting our tree and doing all of the holiday stuff. I wanted to focus on that, but I decided ahead of time That because I was doing a Black Friday sale, that I was going to check my email and my Instagram DMs twice a day. I didn't want to totally ghost everyone, but most of what I was doing was automated. I had all of my emails set up previous to being done because I had a plan. I had everything that needed to happen in order for my Black Friday sales to happen set up and ready to go before I quit work on Tuesday, because I had a plan, and I automated everything that I could. But I also recognized, okay, people might have some questions, so I'm going to check it first thing in the morning, and then later in the evening. That was my decision for that. When I take time off for Christmas this year, I'm going to show up for my clients, I'm going to show up for my membership community, my sisterhood, for our calls. And that's really going to be it. I'm not going to work on new projects. I'm probably not going to be on stories very much. Those are the boundaries that I've set for that. It doesn't matter what the boundaries you've set are. I just want you to set boundaries. I encourage you to make sure you're giving yourself space, but set boundaries. The next thing I want you to do is to automate wherever you can. Are you concerned about new leads for your one-to-one work and missing that? Okay, well, get some kind of CRM tool and set it up so that when someone inquires and they fill out that initial form, they automatically get an email response from you immediately that tells them what steps to take next, gives them answers to frequently asked questions, uh, lets them know when they can expect to hear from you. That way, they are, they feel taken care of, but you're not having to respond. You set it and forget it, basically, although every now and then you should change things up, especially with expectations of when they'll hear from you. But you set it and then you don't have to worry about it again. When you get a new lead, they're automatically nurtured and you can set it up in your brand voice so that it really feels like it's coming from you. And that's a whole other conversation, but. Really anything that you can automate in your business, you should automate because why would you spend time working on something that a computer could do for you? Why would you spend your time doing that? Your time is so valuable as a solopreneur. Automate whatever you can. It's just like the concept of new email opt-ins or passive income. Those are all automations that you've set up once and forget it. When someone opts in for your newsletter, they automatically get that free download, or they should. You should not be emailing each new subscriber (laughs) with their free download, right? They automatically get that email and it automatically begins the welcome sequence, the nurture sequence that will hopefully lead to passive income, right? Automate wherever you can. That's gonna really allow you to take time off and take steps back because you know your business is still running in the background. And then the last thing that is going to be so important for taking time off and allowing your business to grow is batching your content. I cannot tell you guys this enough. It's so important to batch your content because batching your content is going to allow you to be consistent with your marketing, allow you to consistently show up, allow you to continue getting in front of your people and continue to be the forefront of their mind. But also it allows you to take that space back because you know things are going out without you having to show up and do it in real time. All of my Black Friday emails, all of my Black Friday marketing, all of that was totally batched and automated and scheduled out. I did not show up to do anything for Black Friday sales other than just check to make sure that no one had any questions in my email or my DMs. I didn't worry about anything else other than answering emails and DMs and answering questions about the sisterhood. That was it. I had emails ready to go and scheduled. I didn't have to sit there and say, "Okay, it's eight o'clock, and I need to send this email before eight o'clock." So I'm gonna sit here and write it on Friday. Like, no, no. Batch your content so that you can take the time off and take a step back because it's going to run your business for you. So I want to really encourage you to plan for time off this holiday season. Your action step this week is to go into your calendar right now and mark off the days you're going to take off. Mark them off and make a plan so that you don't have things hanging over your head around that time so that you don't come back to work and think, oh my gosh, I can't believe I took that time off now. I'm so stressed. Make a plan to be able to ease back in and to have everything finished that you need finished before it's time to take the time off. All right. Now this week's book recommendation is American Royals. It's actually a series. There's two of them so far. I think there's going to be three by Katherine McGee. I can't remember if I recommended this one, the first one before, but I just read the second one in the series so good. If you enjoy alternate universe type novels, this is a great one. Similar to dystopian novels, but it's not really dystopian. Basically, the concept is that America did separate itself in the Revolutionary War, but Instead of doing a democracy, they set up a monarchy. And so the Washingtons are the lineage and now there's a female queen for the first time ever. So anyways, it's really fun. It's really cute and a quick fiction read if you're looking for something new. Highly recommend. All right, go mark that time off in your calendar. Take a break this holiday season. I would love it if you would send me a DM and let me know that you did this. And until next time, I hope that you'll go out and uncomplicate your life in biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode's show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.